When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Welcome to part 2 of this week's Badass XL podcast. This week, after an IFS study revealed even fewer young people on middle incomes will be able to afford to buy a house, we spoke to Guardian columnist and housing specialist Dawn Foster about the impact this will have and what the government can put in place to improve the situation. Across the UK, online and on DAB. <laughs> Badass Women's Hour with Harriet Mincer, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. On Talk Radio, she'll get you talking. Um, talking housing, which is actually a massive cause of stress for most of us, particularly if you are a young person living in London or a major city, uh, news out this week that young people on middle incomes are just going to find it really, really hard to buy a house. Uh, here to talk to us about this, we've got Dawn Foster, columnist for The Guardian, housing specialist. Hi, Dawn. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you. So tell us a little bit about uh, this report and what it means for young people today. Yeah, so we, uh, earlier in the week we saw uh, a report saying that um, that the number of people buying homes was slightly up and the government said, you know, that's a good thing, it shows that the housing market is getting better. And then a day or two later, once uh, a different report came out that had drilled more deeply into it and said that the, the rise was purely in older people, richer people, and actually people like me, people you described, um, you know, young adults, Earning, an, earning a good sum of money, um, but by no means kind of, you know, rolling it, in it. And living in London have almost no chance of buying a home whatsoever. I mean, I've rented, you know, ever since I uh, left school, went to university, all of my friends are in the same boat. And I think it's gotten to the point now where a lot of my friends um, have just stopped saving for deposits because they've realised it's impossible. Still paying off their student loan, uh, putting something into a pension, and they're all having to decide whether or not they end up leaving London entirely, um, not even to buy outside of London, but just to rent a place that isn't a shared, shared accommodation. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see a, a, you know, a lot of big changes in, in British society. Uh, a lot more people having to raise kids in rented accommodation, having to move quite often. And that's a huge upheaval if people decide that they can have kids in rented accommodation full stop. And so when we're talking about middle earners, what you know, you said it's not a huge amount of money, but it's still mm. good earning. What kind of figures are they talking about? Um, I mean, w- when I've looked at it, it seemed as if if you're in a couple and you want to buy a house, um, mm-hmm. even with the government's help to buy schemes, you're looking at having to earn around about 60, 70K a year wow. each. 
as a couple. So if you're on your own, you need to earn well over 100000 and then, even then you're going to struggle. One of my friends uh, um, earns a lot more than anybody else I know. He's just bought um, a place in Zone 3, and he had to really, really, really stretch. He only, he only managed it because he had a big inheritance, and he, he basically had to beg the bank, and they were still unsure. So he's the only person I know who, who had a mortgage. He earns about four times what I do, um, and, and, and he's in a couple. So I think that you know, we're looking at extraordinary sums because the housing market has just gotten out of control. And also, when you look at earnings, um, in terms of uh, in term, in real terms, when you consider the cost mm-hmm. of food, cost of gas, cost of everything, um, our wages haven't actually increased very much at all since the financial crash. So we're in a much, much, much worse situation than our parents were. Um, you know, even if your parents were, were relatively poor, um, earning about twenty grand a year each, they could easily have afforded a, a home where they lived. But now it's just completely out of reach. Yeah, Nat. And so I'm asking this as a devil's advocate because I live in, I've grown up, lived and grown up in Northwest London all my life, mm. zone two. But, you know, part of this, isn't it just a case of buying outside of zone six? Just live further out, commuting for work? Does everyone have to live in the centre of London? Yeah. Right I on think, top of each I other? Think, I think the big issue, I mean, when I, me and lots of other you know, friends would love to live outside of London. Um, I'd like to live in Liverpool, I'd like to live in Belfast. Um, some of my friends have moved out. But what, uh, well, I think one of the big issues is that the government and a lot of companies are, you know, just basing everything in London because it's easy for them. If older people find it easy to live in the city, they'll base things in London, there'll be less travel, it's a big centre. I think we need to do a lot more to actually start shaping the economy and moving lots of industries outside of um, the centre so that people can move around and you do end up without this bubble. Because actually, you know, Manchester and Edinburgh and Durham um, and, you know, Bristol and even Birmingham are starting to get their housing problems. And we have a big issue where industries cluster around certain places even um, I've got a friend who tried to buy in Zone 6 recently and she said that um, it's becoming almost as expensive as Zone 1 because everyone's doing the same thing. And she said when she gets the commuter trains into London, she can barely get on them. So mm. I think we need to change the economy up a bit. I think if if you can, you can do home working. But yeah. again, I mean, I'm me and a lot of my friends are in industries where you have to be in London. I know that if I did move to Liverpool or, say, Belfast, I wouldn't be able to do... Um, a lot of the TV appearances, which make up a sizable amount of my work, mm-hmm. and I'd have to miss a lot of meetings with editors, so I'd lose a huge amount of work, as would a lot of my friends. Yeah, Emma, I've just, uh, Dawn, I noticed in uh, one of the articles that I read that the deposit now that people need just to get an average home is about £50,000, and like you said earlier, th- people are like overwhelmed with paying off mm. student loans, finding that money. Do you think an option is for some of these people who do live in the bigger cities where property prices are higher, to buy a home but out of town and almost do a buy to let so get on the property ladder while you're still renting in in a city is that an option for people um i mean the issue is with with buy to let mortgages they're often a lot harder to get if you're a younger person um they're easy they're easy to get if you've already got a pro- if you've already got a property um i think one thing that could work um i mean the only person i know um, apart, um, who, who bought a house a while ago is a friend who, when he left university in 2006, got a 100% mortgage. Um, he's paid it off perfectly. He's never had any trouble with it. He's now got a one-bed flat in, uh, in Hammersmith that's worth a fair amount of money. And I think we need to look at, you know, when my parents were buying um, homes, 
it was a 5% deposit they were looking for. That was really, really easy, really, really, you know, reasonable. And they were happy to pay their mortgage back afterwards. Um, but now I've, I've, I've spoken to some people who say that when they've gone to banks, banks have asked for a 25, 30% more, um, deposit, which is just completely inconceivable, just because they know that there's so many people, you know, you know we get a lot of buyers from Russia and the Middle East now with a lot of money. Um, so I think maybe going back to 100% mortgage is a better idea, because I think that if, if people try and get on the buy-to-let bandwagon, they're actually just worsening the situation for themselves in a way. And John, what do you think of sort of things like you mentioned help to buy, but shared ownership, um, mm. those schemes? Do you think they are helping people? Or I say this as somebody, I totally honestly, I bought on one of those schemes that now no longer exists called discount yeah. market sale. Um, and it is a great deal, but I am now in a new build where every year my service charge goes up by 25%. Yeah. So. I mean, I think I think I think that I think it's a, it's a, something that could help, but I've heard so many horror stories about mm-hmm. shared ownership. Um, one of the big issues, of course, is as you mentioned, that like they're always in new builds, and new builds can have a lot of problems with them. A lot of new builds have been built very very quickly, just for the profit margins at the moment, um, and then the people move in, and they and and it's basically you know the happiness of the of you know, part owning your home with all the worst parts of renting because you're still, in, you know, for all intents and purposes, renting a portion of your home. And I've had number, you know, numerous horror stories from people who say the service charge goes up and up and up. Um, a lot of people have been stung by the fact that with Grenfell Tower now, there's a lot more fire safety checks going on and a lot of them have been put in with their, with, with their service charges. Um, and, you know, and then it's also very difficult because... They can't do everything they'd like to if in, in, in the house, like decorate, yeah. because it's still part-owned. So I think you can get good deals. I think that the government needs to do more to actually look at consumer rights when it comes to shared ownership, because it seems like all the rights are moved on to the company who are profiting, and the people who live in there are getting the worst of both worlds. A friend of mine lives in a shared ownership, and she's changed her tiles, mm. and she's kept the old ones because she knows that if she does anything to increase the value, <laughs> it doesn't work in her favour. Dawn, what's the one thing the government should be doing to try and solve this? What's the one thing we need to see happen? Is it government? Is it us? What do we do? I think the government needs to build a lot of social housing. I think there's a lot of people who really, really need somewhere, somewhere to live um, and they need it really, really quickly. And if we house all the people who need it very, very quickly. A, you'd cut housing benefit, which means that the government could build more houses, and it would lower house prices, which means if, we, if people want to move into their own home, if people want to buy their own home, and if people need a, a home, then we aren't, just, you know, we, we aren't going to end up, as we are now, living in a country that's absolutely full of people paying huge amounts of money to private landlords, often in housing benefit, and never seeing that money back. I think we need to not. We need a lot more social housing to bring down house prices, and and so that people who need um, a place to live, you know, single mm-hmm. mums, you know, people yeah. with disabilities, pay their rent back to back to the council and government, and and that money gets reinvested. So I think that's a much fairer way of doing it. Brilliant, Dawn. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, buying a house? Do you own one? What's the situation? Do you feel like you can never buy? I, Certainly, I mean, literally up until the point when I bought my house, I felt like it was an impossibility that I would never be able to do it. 
And is social housing the way forward? Should we build more houses? Is that going to work? We would love to hear your views. Give us a call 0344-499-1000 or tweet us at Badass Women's Hour, HR at Badass Women's Hour. Uh, We would love to know, can we get on the housing ladder? Can young people get on the housing ladder in this day and age? Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, listen to our whole three-hour show live, 7pm to 10pm on Saturday night on Talk Radio. It's filled to the brim with fabulous guests, hot topics from the week and all the things we think are badass. You can tweet us at any time with your balls ups, questions for our fabulous guests, or just what you think of the show. We love to hear from you. Come find us at Badass Women's Hour HR or at Talk Radio. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 